Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today Got we're watching your step over there. Episode 225, <laughs> Power Rangers Turbo Episode 20, Stitch Witchery. It aired September 12th, 1997, written by Judd Lynn. Directed by Blair True. True. Tre. Tre. T-R-E-U. True. Tre. Blair True. Blair True.biz. <laughs> uh, that's a new name, right? As far as that's I can like tell. That's like a brand new yeah. name. Uh, if you scroll down, you'll notice that the rest of Power Rangers for three or four years is written by a, like, three people. It's, <sighs> it's mostly Judd Lee and Jackie Marchand and like... We got John Fletcher, and there's a lot of, one rando. Some, some Fletchers, and then every once in a while, you'll hit a rando. Yeah, there, uh, that's the rest of the season is those three, except for we have a Brett Bourne coming up. A Brett, Mr. Brett, the hitman Bourne. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along, and you should, because we've made it past the torch. And that was half of a good episode, was, half a bad episode. Yep, pretty much, and now... We get to watch the jacket episode because it's on today, guys. I can barely contain myself. I'm so excited. I just woke up from a nap. It's gonna be a good time. <laughs> Shift in the turbo. back and we just watched stitch witchery and guys it was pretty fun yeah i have a question i was gonna ask it at the end but let me ask now and then we'll talk about the episode afterwards okay what do you think would have happened if they were still undecided which direction the show was gonna go and they got to this footage and they had no idea how to deal with the jacket (laughs) on the robot or the megazord i don't know I think they would have panicked and shut the show down. <laughs> Half of them would have been like, we can't make this serious. And the other half would be like, yeah. Yeah, you're it's right. It's a robot in a jacket. <laughs> what did you expect? I'm glad they I'm, have they picked a side. I wonder if they would have skipped it. Maybe. Or they would have turned it into a bomb somehow. The jacket is the a jacket bomb? The jacket is a bomb. <laughs> That's probably what would have happened. That's probably it. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. So is heyjakeandjosh.com. That's where the archives are. If you want to email us, you can do that at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at MorphinGrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. Google Play, Google Plus, Google Podcasts. Google Plus Play. Google Google Plus Play. Yeah. You got Google and you got to play with it. <laughs> Leave us a rating and review, please. We'd appreciate it. Helps other people find the show uh, and makes us feel good. And finally, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh. That's where you can go, and you can donate a little bit every month to us, and in return, you get some cool stuff. And by the time this goes out, we have ordered t-shirts. Yes. So if you're a $25 patron, and you have not gotten to us by now, you're going to be in the next round, which will be in a little bit. I don't know when. Yeah. Soon. It'll it'll still be soon. It'll be. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff on the Patreon that you can go check out. There is a new way. We got an email from Patreon that we can make an RSS feed for... The Patreon. Oh, so okay. So whatever goes on to Patreon gets turned into an RSS feed, and then we can give listeners access to that, and they can just, like, manually punch it into their iTunes or wherever, or whatever they use to get a feed. Okay. So we might look into that, and we'll let you guys know, because that would all be right. very convenient. It would be. So uh, that's all the preamble stuff. 
We got an email. We don't have a lot. Didn't news happen? No more news since Bill Hader, right? I think that was it. Okay. Oh, yeah. The zine? Oh, yeah. I was going to wait till the end. Let's just do it now. We'll do both, though, because we need stuff for Blue, guys. This is a little (laughs) on us. It is. We forgot to mention it. For the last three weeks? For at least three weeks. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound like I was accusing you guys. I'm just saying we need some stuff. We don't have anything yeah. for Blue. Please help us. <laughs> hey, everybody. Jake cutting in from the future. We are extending the deadline to October 15th because the 30th has come and gone. And we didn't realize that when we recorded this. Oh, we dum-dums. October 15th. Please and thanks. We really need as much stuff as we can get. Don't know why I got sing songy there. Please send in your stuff. We got a couple things, but not nearly enough. Especially, who's your favorite Blue Ranger? Yeah. Everyone listening, if you have a Twitter account and you follow us, at Morphin Grid, you don't even have to follow us if you don't want. I understand. But send in. Just tweet us, my favorite Blue Ranger is this because this. That's all. That's all we need. That's it. P's and Q's, everybody. Uh, that's not P's and Q's. I, that's like, I in my head, that's <laughs> please and thanks, but it's not. That's like manners. I don't know what happened. In my childhood, that put that slot, <laughs> that that phrase in that slot. Anyway, we got an email uh, from <laughs> Artley. Okay, Artley says, "Hey, yo, yo Ranger Boys, <laughs> <laughs> it's happening." Tommy, Cat, Tanya, and Adam are quotes graduating again and <laughs> leaving the show. And since we got the new starting lineup of Rangers coming, I think it's safe to introduce Signalman, VRV Master, and Rady at a fan belt. God, what a good name! So good. Such a good name. I was thinking about our idea of Sugar Rush, but with cars. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a good idea, I think. I wish I could make a video games or had any other marketable skills besides talking about dumb stuff. <laughs> so Signal Man or Signal Man Koban, according to my translated copies of Car Ranger, is an intergalactic space patrolman who is actually more of a hindrance than a help like he is in Turbo. He leaves behind his wife, Sigyu, and son, Sigtaro, I'm noticing a naming pattern here, to chase the Bozok throughout the galaxy. Here's where he becomes a pain, because he's a cop and programmed to uphold the law no matter what. He tends to stop the rangers from running uh, from running lights, speeding, and anything else is deemed unlawful. Oh, God. <laughs> so much so that he couldn't help a kid being kidnapped by a Bozok gang member because it would require running a red light. He also does not know the secret identities of the car rangers, unlike VRV Master. Signal Man sounds amazing. <laughs> VRV Master is the Phantom Ranger. Just like in Turbo, he is shrouded in mystery. He appeared when Dapu, who I believe is their Zordon. Okay. Uh, he looks like if the baby from Dinosaurs was also Larago. Is this the baby Larago? Yeah, it's horrible. He's a monster. But I like it better than Larago. <laughs> he appeared when Dapu decided to take a three-episode hibernation and left the Rangers without access to their Zords. Way to go, Dapu. Way to Zord on that one up. <laughs> uh, he gets the Rangers with their new Zords and then vanishes for a few more episodes. He later returns towards the end of the series, and there is a slight Star Wars-esque revelation about him that isn't really touched on, but we can assume. I'm assuming he's someone's dad. He's gotta be, right? He's gotta be someone's dad. When there's a Star Wars reveal, that's it. It's the, Yeah, it's not that... There are no other reveals. Oh, the grumpy old green guy is actually a Jedi Master. I think that was a reveal. Yeah... <laughs> And then at the end of the third prequel movie, they're like, we're doing a Death Star. And we're like, duh. We already saw what happened. No. <laughs> Stupid. What a terrible group of movies the prequels are. 
Uh, last but not least, Radiata Fanbell. She is Zonet's little sister and dons the disguise of White Racer. With the wave of, of a wand and her magical girl shout, Tiramisu Cognac Millefuil? Tierra like the crown? Like Tiramisu? It's, or Tiramisu. Oh, I've, okay. I, that's on me. I say it bad. I don't know what this last word is. I'm assuming it's another food, though. Uh, she transforms into the unofficial Six Ranger, equipped with a number six on a uniform. Also, Jake, I gotta slightly disagree. I think they did try to adapt Radiata into Turbo, but they went about it all the wrong way, and we got this crummy soap opera that is the long-lost twins of Divatox and Demetria. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Okay. That's a weird... That, that is, I guess, an adaptation of it, but that's not the way that you would think right. they would do that. All right, let's finish this up and move along with the second-strength Turbo Rangers and the wackiness to, to come with them. Viva La Diva from your favorite Sentai Senshi, Artly. P.S. I actually did hate Alpha 6, but I think my hate came from the horrible Brooklyn accent, and this Brooklyn girl was not amused, <laughs> but I guess it's better than Bill Hader. We, okay, to be fair, we don't know. Bill Hader is genuinely very awesome at everything he does. I do like Bill Hader. I'm just worried about... Alpha in general. Alpha in general. Because like we said when we yeah, talked about the news, is it's going to be like a dark, serious, this is real Power Rangers. Or maybe he won't And then be. Alpha's going to be making jokes and being like goofy. And it's going to be really yeah. tone deaf. Because I feel like if this movie will be nothing if not tone deaf. But we'll see. Anyway, thank you very much, Artley. Car Ranger sounds great, guys. It does. It sounds like a lot of fun. I can't wait for... Three years from now, when Super Sentai Brothers watches it, so I can watch along with them. <laughs> uh, they're going through they're going through Kaku Ranger right now, and if you guys have not seen Kaku Ranger, I highly recommend it as well. Are they doing in order now? Uh, I think they're doing it with the DVDs that release. Okay, and they have Juranger uh, in their back pocket for like if they need it, right? Uh, because like it's kind of the most well known Sentai. Because it's the one from yeah, it's, Mighty Morphin. It's so. the OG Power Rangers. It's the OG Old likes. School Rangers. That's the sounds people make. Kaku Ranger is crazy it's nuts. insane, you guys. <laughs> First of all, no one's wearing their color at all. No. Even, not even close. Nope. Uh, second of all, it's super Japanese, which is like really great because I like all the monsters are actual Japanese yokai, yeah. like mythological monsters in Japanese lore. It's pretty awesome because uh, there's a comic series I've talked about a couple times called Wayward, and it's also like uses Japanese mythology. It's set in Japan. And it's like it's really good. But like reading that, I'm like, oh, okay. There's like a thing in the back on when there's new monsters introduced. Like this guy does like an essay on what the monsters are, and so it's like, oh, cool, cool. You're watching, you're watching Conquer Ranger. And it's like, yeah, here's this long head lady, and sometimes she's jellyfish with her head <laughs> comes off, and you're like, huh? And they're like, this is a cat bus. And you're like, what? It's like, it's alive. <laughs> it's alive and they sell and crepes, they sell crepes out of it from it. To make money because Power Rangers don't pay the bills. They don't pay the bills. You can't get that steak dinner if you don't pay the bills. Anyway, Kaku Rangers highly recommend. Yes, watch that. Car Ranger sounds great. I think that's all we got. Uh, speaking, speaking of Artley, uh, we did get an answer to what the ends of glasses are called. And they're called stems. Oh, right. Uh, and Artley says, all of us with crappy eyesight have to pick glasses carefully to avoid Cassie's mistake. <laughs> We're bad ones. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to Dowd because last, uh, last week I was like, yeah, I'll put a link up on the Twitter. And I did. And he's like, hey, you forgot to do this. Here's the song. And, uh, so thanks. <laughs> Good looking out, buddy. Uh, he's going to be on in a week. Next Monday's episode, I think. I think that's right. So that'll be pretty good. Uh, Danielle said she she might send us like regular fashion corner emails just to help us out. Which yes, please, <laughs> greatly appreciated. Thank uh, you. 
Because like within a minute of her listening to the episode, she's like, it's a shrug is what that thing that you're <laughs> trying to call. I was like, oh, we found that out, but this is very timely. I don't know if this is your real name or not. It says Kurt Cobain, which is very close to Kurt Cobain. So I don't know. Either way, uh, at Killing You Guy on Twitter. Send us a, a link to a, something called Cybertron Pilot Presentation. I have not watched it yet because I keep forgetting to. Okay. I don't know what it is. Here is the YouTube thumbnail. It's Jason David Frank looking all kinds of confused. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to watch this when it's over. It's I assume it's a pilot for either another Fox Kids show or another show that just didn't work out. I'm very excited about it. I've been meaning to watch it all week, but I just have not. I keep forgetting about it. Uh, you know how it goes. I do. Are you ready? Yes. To jump into the jacket episode. I am. We start off in home ec class. Ashley's got a Sorry, design class. This I'm sorry. This I'm is sorry. design class, Jake. Get it right. Mia Kulfa. <laughs> this is design <laughs> class. Uh, Ashley's got a jacket on a mannequin, and someone walks up and is like, oh, nice jacket. And she's like, oh, thank you. She's like, no, no, not that, that one. The one you're wearing. And she's like, oh, thanks. And then Cassie comes in. Let's describe these jackets. Okay, this I don't the the one on the one on the mannequin is just like solid yellow, a similar to design. It's got like a I don't know if it just has like a scarf on it or if it's not done or what. It has like I feel something like around the those neck. Those were tape measures. <laughs> Maybe. The one she's wearing is a 1980s ass jacket. It's an old math teacher's jacket. Yes, for sure. Like it's, plaid. it's yellow and red plaid. It it looks like it might be made out of tweed, like plaid tweed, yeah. if that's a, a possible thing in this world. Uh, Cassie comes in. What was Cassie wearing? A pink dress that's like kind of a tennis dress. Yeah, it's sleeveless and is all like one long piece. This is this is for everyone's wearing very basic, like here's your color clothes in this episode because they're all the new Rangers, right? Right. So Ashley just got like a yellow shirt on under her awful jacket. TJ has like a bright red shirt on. Carlos has like a bright green. It's like lime green. It's aggressively green. Uh, <laughs> uh, Justin's got a blue shirt on. Like it's just blue. Like that's it. But like Cassie's wearing just like this nice like pink dress. And I was like, that's weird. I remember her dressing weird. But I think I think what it is is like it's the first episode. Yeah. You need to know which colors She changes are. before the episode is she over. She does. It's awesome. Uh, she also has pink socks and combat boots on. I don't know if you noticed I the didn't boots. notice. I got to watch the episode again. <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh, darn. Oh, dang, you guys. <laughs> She's like, hey, Cassie, or hey, Ashley, what's up? And Ashley's like... Well, she comes in with, like, a rolled-up something, or she takes a rolled-up shirt off of a table and, like, pretends to be a newscaster and tries to interview Ashley. Right. What's the life of a high-fashion seat? And Ashley does not respond, because, like, she's bummed that somebody liked the jacket she was wearing. <laughs> yeah, instead of the one she was designing. In design class. In design class. She says, okay, she says design class like three times, like it's a, like it matters, like it's an important thing. It's we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Ashley's like, I just guess I don't know what's in fashion anymore. Well, she says she made the one she's wearing yeah. in like eighth, eighth grade. grade. Yeah. And she's lost her touch. Yeah. Since then. I guess. She opens a magazine and there's just this person wearing a bunch of planes. <laughs> a bunch of plastic solid colored planes just like attached in no recognizable pattern the headlines like plain fashion yeah and she's like is this in is this in fashion <laughs> and uh Cass is like i don't know i don't think so let's go let's go get something to eat so then like they leave and a periscope pops out of her hot chocolate with marshmallows yep because it definitely has a marshmallow on the top of it as it's looking around and then we go to the theme song uh, when we come back, notice during the theme song, Bulk and Skull are back in the episode. It, as people. As people, not monkeys. Glory, glory, hallelujah. 
when we come back from the theme song, Invisible Bug and Invisible Skull are, first of all, already ten times better than monkeys. Because Skull's not trying to match monkey lips, and neither is Bulk. But right. it was really bad for Skull, because it was just the opposite of his personality. Yeah. But this dude is has nothing to match, so he's just being him again. And it's fun. They steal food from people on a beach because they're invisible. Right. So, like, that's what they can do all day now, just steal food and not have to take a bath. <laughs> there is a real cool effect of Bulk sitting down on the blanket, like the picnic blanket, and his butt cheeks, like, form in the yeah. sand below it. That's pretty good. Yeah, and it, they do the same thing for Skull, but it's more of just, like, a cut. Now his butt is there. <laughs> right. Cut back to Ashley and Cassie. Ashley's like, I made this jacket in the eighth grade, and I... Th- I also think it's kind of tacky, and and guys is like, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, like, it's awful. It's a bad jacket, <laughs> and she's like, it's oh. weird that she's wearing it. Well, she right? well yes, because the plot does need to happen, Josh. So <laughs> she's, she's wearing like, it. oh, this jacket I made, I don't like it, but I chose it as my wardrobe for the day. It's her, it's her muse. It's her <laughs> design class jacket. Cassie's like, yeah, that is kind of a tacky jacket. And Maybe then, she was wearing it to remind her of her humble beginnings. Right. <laughs> keep, keep her honest. So a limo pulls up, and this lady comes out. This very fancy lady comes out. Her name is uh, Delisha Inevil. Inevil. And uh, she wants to buy her jacket design. And she's like, okay. And she hands her a card. And the card on one side is gold, on the other side is black, and is written clearly in like silver sharpie. Like, Delicia and Evil. Like, right. and that's it. No number, nothing. Just like, this is my name. Here's a card. This is weird. This is a little weird. Because she's like, I will buy your jacket design. And gives her her card and then leaves. Yeah. With the jacket design? She doesn't take anything well, with her. Well, that's the big... This is a big plot hole of this episode. I know. A plot hole in Power Rangers. Everyone... Right? Please, please try to contain <laughs> yourselves. No money changed hands. Nothing, like... No. She didn't sell... She just went, oh, I like your jacket. I'm stealing it from you. Like, essentially. But she doesn't take the jacket. No, she just eyeballs it and goes like, yeah, I can figure that ugly thing out. Like, that's <laughs> not going to be hard. Because it's Unless, ugly. like, off camera, maybe they talked at well, some Well, I hope point. she got a lot of money that wasn't fake. Oh. It was it, fake. It was either fake or a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bomb. Guys, by the way, no bomb. No bomb. That's what we were saying when we first came back is, like, they would have had to make the jacket a bomb somehow. It's the only thing they would yeah. have been able to think of. I think the bombs are over until like I the, don't I don't buy that, but only time will tell. I think I know I mean I know there's at least one big bomb at the end of the series. Right. But I don't know I from what I read, the bombs are either over or very, very few and far between. Which thank goodness. So Delicia goes back into the limo, she sits down, camera pans over, Divatox is there, and Divatox is like Oh, we're gonna get him now. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get him. And then Delisha turns back into a monster. Yeah. Uh, with weird eyes and like three ties. It's like, yeah. I don't know what's over her eyes, but it's not cool. It's not good. It it's- looks like an old fashioned microphone, like the those like solid metal ones with yeah. like the lines, I guess. Right. And yeah. it, it looks like that over her eyes. But like eye patches. It's very creepy. If you uh, wanna so- creep me out, take something's eyes away. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Or give it way too many eyes. And it has a heart head? Like its hair is a heart? A little bit. I didn't notice that until you mentioned it. I don't know what that's about. It just loves fashion. It just so loves much. fashion. So we go to commercial. Delicious, we come back. delicious fashion. That sweet, sweet <laughs> fashion. When we come back from commercial, the Pitons are making jackets in some factory. They're cooking them. They're basically cooking them and they're coating them. Get it? Like a jacket? Uh, yep. They're coating. Mm-hmm. Guys, hey, guys, did you get it? 
Oh, there's more than that. They're coding it. There's another one coming up that's like very subtle that TJ says. Uh, oh, and maybe that one might be good. Uh, <laughs> so they, they're coating it with an anger potion. So you put this jacket on, you get angry. And it also makes you love the jacket. But Well, that's not, that's not true yet. Not yet. They're trying to find a way to make people love these jackets. I will say this, for, as much as I like this episode, and I do like it because it gets bonkers right out of the gate and just stays bonkers the whole time. The thing I didn't like is Elgar is very stupid now, and I'm hoping it's just because they needed a way to get the chocolate into the anger potion. Let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> Demotox wants there to be a way that they're irresistible, and everyone loves chocolate. Right, and thank goodness Elgar happens to be just eating a chocolate bar. Because she's at one point she's like, oh, this is going to make them all angry. And he goes, I'm hungry. Like, it's like, no, it's, that's not a joke. That's not no. a joke, Elgar, or person but writing Jake, this But Jake, the episode. plot has to happen. I know that. <laughs> so she takes it from him, and she throws it in the potion, and he goes in after it, but I guess it melts because everyone wants these jackets so much. Uh, so we cut from there to Bulk and Skull. Bulk is dressed like the Invisible Man from the old Universal Horror movie, <laughs> The Invisible Man. He's got, like, mummy wrappings, and his hands are covered, and there's, like, a chest floating in front of him, and it's Bulk doing it, obviously, and there's, like, a tip bucket. And so some little punk kid is, like, fake, and then goes to get his dollar back. He says fake after Bulk takes the head wrapping off, and his head is not there. Right, his head's invisible, and he's like, fake, uh, How? And, but then he takes his dollar back that he put in the tip so jar. So Skull wedges him. <laughs> like off the ground, off just like the, picks him up. And he's like, you can take your dollar, put me down. <laughs> My butt crack hurts so much. <laughs> uh, so he throws him back and then he leaves. What was Cassie wearing part two? Because we cut to a different part of the beach. We're on like the boardwalk, I guess, right now. Um, Angel Grove Boardwalk, you know, that classic yeah. location. It's like a mile long and it yeah. goes around the outside circle of yeah. Angel Grove. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Cassie and TJ are walking and uh, they see like these jackets on a kiosk and everyone's going nuts. And, and he's like, oh, shall we? And she's like, yes. He's like, oh, fashion. <laughs> That's a little bit of CJ watch. A little bit of CJ watch. These two are so cute. They are. TJ, not the best actor. Not a great actor, but... The character that he's playing is pretty cute. Yeah, he's pretty cute. Uh, Ashley, also not the best actor. She's better, better in this one than that first episode yes. by a, by a mile. Yes, but this is all relative. I imagine right. she keeps getting better because she is already noticeably better than yeah. the last time. But or not the last time. I guess I don't the think first she time. ever gets great. Oh, but... probably not. But I mean, she gets two seasons to figure it out essentially. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But. What's Cassie wearing part two? She's got a pink tank top and jeans on. Maybe they were jean shorts. I think they were just jeans. I think they were just pants. And so they go over to check the jackets, and everyone's angry and like, give me that jacket. I want this one. Ugh. And they're like, they're yeah, on, Cassie like, like grabs one off the hanger, and this lady's like, that was mine. And just like snaps it out of her hand. So Cassie's like, fine, I'll take this other one and puts it on. Keep in mind. The, the first one that she grabbed was like the yellow and orange one right. that Ashley had on, kind of. And then the next one she grabbed had pink in it. Yeah. <laughs> so Keep in mind, no one's manning this kiosk. You don't pay for these jackets. You just take them. Yeah. <laughs> this will be important later. Somehow, I promise. It definitely comes up. Everyone's angry. Now, all the power is dragging. Carlos is also there, but he's very quiet. Justin just shows up. He materializes out of nowhere and has an ice cream. And so they're just, like, angry all of a sudden because they have this angry jacket on. 
And Justin like spills his ice cream on he, Cassie. He purposely, I think, he might have got bumped, but he just like shoves it into her arm and then laughs at her. So she grabs like a water bottle or something and just goes, a cup. Just a cup goes to splash him, but he ducks and she and she splashes TJ and he's angry. And then we cut back to Demon Talk. She's like, they'll be so busy being angry, they won't notice I'm going to st- steal the gems from the museum. <laughs> that's, how she, that's how she says museum. <laughs> the museum. It's uh, an implied M at the end there. Uh, so her plan is to steal gems from the museum. From the museum. <laughs> but I like that she's a pirate again. And she's not getting just, that loot. She's yeah. going after that booty. I get that booty. <laughs> she's not just like bombs. She found empty space on the table. <laughs> she's looking at it. She's like, there could be more booty here. <laughs> we cut to the command center and Ashley's like, hey, Alpha, what's up? Where is everybody? And he's like, no time. The museum's being ransacked. Well, they're not answering him. Oh, right. Yeah, he's, okay. he's like, I'm trying to call him, but they're not answering me. She's like, okay, I'll go check out the museum. And then Ashley gets the first morph call of the since the changeover. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> I'm fine with it. Because it's her episode. Right. It's an Ashley episode. So I guess it makes sense. It's uh, just, it's a little weird that they don't try to establish the leader right away. Right. Well, I think, because when I think about Turbo as a whole, I never really think of like, oh, TJ's the leader, and then there's the others, you know? Right. It's more of like an equal thing, because they're back on solid ground, you know, like, like on even footing, yeah. I guess. So, except for Justin, who's been there for a, for a little bit, but he's a, he's a kid, he's not the so leader. he's not a leader. But I, I do really like that it's not, like, we don't go right to like, Red Ranger's the best, don't worry, guys. Yeah. Still the best, even though it's not Tommy anymore. So she teleports to the museum, and she fights Elgar and Tapitons, who are like... Rygog is there, too. Rygog is there, too. He doesn't really fight, though. He just stands off screen. And he, like, shakes his horn. At, he's like, ah, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, then there's a fight between Ashley and everybody, and it's pretty good. It's it is. some good stuff. Uh, when Elgar and Rygog first appear at this freight truck that I, that has the gems in it, yeah, I'm assuming. the docks. The museum docks. The museum docks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when they first appear, they scare everyone away. So there's like a curator and like unloaders and I think like a security guard because there's like a cop. Yeah. And the cop is in the truck. Well, he's not a cop. He did not swim a lake. Well, he's just a security guard. All right. He's a security guard. <laughs> security guard is in the truck. He sees them and he like jumps out, but it looks like the actor or stuntman like slips and he like flips over and just bounces off the crate on the ground. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. Uh, yeah. It was like a Shawn Michaels... Was that it? That that was a no, that was a piranha yeah, yeah. It just like lands on the corner, like the edge Ugh. of it. Castivo Renoed. Oh, woof a doofa. Uh, so she fights them. Uh, the fight ends with her tricking Elgar into cutting the chain that's keeping the door open. And so it just shuts. And I guess it locks permanently. Yeah, they can't they get it. They this can't door lift back the open. shutter door up. Uh, which I kind of like that she's like kind of actively tricked them into thwarting their own plan. Uh, which is pretty neat. I don't. I didn't expect Ashley to be the smart one. No, and I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a trait they go with for, or if that was just like a cool thing they thought up on the day. Well, you she know? was. Yeah, she was definitely outnumbered because she did call for help, and Alpha was like, "They're still not answering." They're, not answering. They're just yelling at each other about jacket stuff. So she was like, "Okay, I guess I have to improvise." Uh, so she tried to shut it, but couldn't pull the chain. But later in the episode, she also outsmarts the Rangers. She does. She tricks so, like, them. So I kind of hope that's a thing. I yeah, I hope that's the thing going she forward. She feels like a Power Ranger in this episode, which she like, does. Yeah, they worked a little bit of magic. 
It's that jacket magic. But they did it. I'm telling you. Everything is good from now on. <laughs> They're not good. Maybe not everything. Not Let's everything. not say too much. Let's not say things we can't take back. <laughs> You're right. I don't want my mouth to write any checks for butt can't cash. <laughs> we cut to the other Rangers walking down. They hate each other and they're angry. But they're still like hanging out. Yeah, um, just they're like the weirdest gang because they're in like '80s plaid tweed jackets. So it's very weird. Ashley comes up and is like, "Hey guys, what's going on? Like, why did you? I needed help at the museum. What do you like? What's going on?" And they're like, "These jackets suck, Ashley." Yeah, she's like, "Why didn't you help me?" And Carlos is like, "We did. We bought your crappy jackets." And Cassie's like, "This is high grade garbage." She says, "This is low rent garbage," <laughs> but she's still wearing it. Which is great. And she says it with venom, and I love yeah. it. And then Justin's like, I like your jacket. Not! Not! Uh, that makes Ashley run away crying. Yep. Because uh, she doesn't know about the spell. So this is just her no. friends being jerks yeah. to her. So cut from there to Diva Talks, who's like, well, four out of five ain't bad, which is one of my favorite meatloaf songs. <laughs> I only know one, two. I know two That's, meatloaf songs. There's this, I don't know what the actual name of the song is. Someone, probably Shannon, can correct me. <laughs> But there's a line that says two out of three ain't bad. Oh, okay. So that's I I didn't know how familiar with Meatloaf. I guess I was banking on it a little bit more. Not not uh, as it, much as I would like to be. It was my mom's go-to cleaning the house soundtrack. So <laughs> if I would come home on like a Saturday from a friend's house and I would hear Meatloaf, I would like go around the back door and sneak in so I didn't have to clean anything. <laughs> we didn't have a big house, so I didn't hide for long. But like that's yeah, the best way uh, to do it. My mom's cleaning time music was Lionel Richie. So. Oh. And that's, others. That's the only song. <laughs> and of other his Lionel I Richie songs. Who would win in a fight, Meatloaf or Lionel Richie? Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Meatloaf beat the crap out of Lionel. Sorry, Richie. Lionel. But Meatloaf got you beat. <laughs> All of his al- every single one of his albums are called "Bad Out of Hell." So like, you, can't, <laughs> <laughs> you can't win. She says four out of five ain't bad. Okay, so that, that's a start. This has never gone wrong. Not missing a Power Ranger always is fine. Yeah. Uh, but then she sees Blue Centurion. She's like, "Oh, that's how we'll make up for it. We'll get that guy." We're going to get him. She's like, we need to get a coat on that robot now. (laughs) So she yells for Elgar, who hears it at the docks. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that. She literally, like, pulls her head up and is like, Elgar! And then it cuts to the docks, and it shakes. Like, the camera shakes. (laughs) Uh, So he then teleports, I guess, from there to the boardwalk and unlocks... The ski slopes on the jacket kiosk and pushes it down a hill. So it's barreling down the hill, and Blue Centurion sees it like hauling down the hill. It's headed straight for what I'm gonna just call a witch. This lady is a witch. I would not call her, I would call her a 1940s Hollywood starlet trying to hide her identity. I don't know. It's It's like a lace black robe with a hood covering her entire head. It's a hood, but the scarf goes around it. This is this is like a famous person trying to hide that they're famous. This is like classic trope. <laughs> it happens all the time. Okay. It still looks like a it witch. It looks to a me. little bit like a witch. <laughs> that is fair. And she does nothing. She's like, I'm just gonna stand here. She looks get, at it and goes like, Oh I guess I'm getting murdered by a kiosk <laughs> today. And he's like, Ma'am, don't move. Cause she was Right. Jittering so much because, like, I mean, she should move. She though. should move. <laughs> Get out of the way of the kiosk, lady. <laughs> so he stops it, and she's like, "Oh, thank you. How can I ever repay you?" And he's like, "I'm a robot. I don't need any payment. <laughs> this is my job." 
And she's like, oh, here, let me give you this coat. I'm not going to pay for it. I'm going to steal this coat, I'm just going to take this jacket and put it on you. He's like, no, don't. She's like, at least try it on. And he's like, well, okay. Yellow is my favorite <laughs> color. She has a jacket on him. Which, it, this jacket is literally just some fabric with some buttons sewn on the front because it would not fit over him <laughs> otherwise. It's enormous in the shoulders. It's got to go over these, like, solo cup football pads. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I deserve good fashion! <laughs> <laughs> It's wonderful. Um, in the background, while this is happening, some guy walks across the street, not at a crosswalk. And oh, he was in the crosswalk. Oh, you're right. And okay. then a car like honks at him, and he runs up to the car because he has a jacket he on. Has the a jacket guy, on. It just like leans on the hood and goes. So it's like shaking it like the <laughs> Ultimate Warrior shaking the ropes. And this woman who reveals herself to be Delicia and evil. It's like, oh, that man is not on the crosswalk anymore. And Boots and Churn is like, I'm going to kill him! <laughs> uh, and so he goes over to kill this man. <laughs> uh, then we cut to Ashley crying. Which is... She does not have a jacket on. No. She has like a, a, like a silk yellow over shirt. Oh, I thought she was just in her like... No, she, it's, there's definitely like a second piece. It's just like okay. very thin silk, though. She took off her tacky yellow jacket. Yeah. She'll put it back on at the end of the episode. Because <laughs> it's tacky, but it's hers, I guess. Right. Alpha calls her and gives her the world's worst pep talk. He's like, hey, what's wrong? And she's like, nothing. Yeah. And he's Are like, you okay, get back out there, no. baby. <laughs> you big baby? Well, good. If you're not crying, then you need to go fight some stuff. And I guess it's what she needs because she's like, all right, you're right, Alpha. I'll go. I don't know what the plan was for this scene. If they were like, it'll be, you know, Alpha giving her a good, like, hey, cheer up. Because it doesn't come off like that at all. It doesn't. All. It comes off as either him either ignoring her feelings. Or he just, like, can't read human emotion. Or not emotion. read the room. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Blue Centurion's going nuts. He just killed a guy for not being <laughs> on a crosswalk. That's the first casualty of Power Rangers. <laughs> This jacket episode is very dark, it turns out. So she goes to him in civilian. She's not morphed yet. And she's like, Blue Centurion, what are you doing? And he's like, you'll never take my jacket! Pulls out his gun and shoots at her. Right? <laughs> this is why I think this man died. Because Ashley dodges because she's a Power Ranger. Also, she's worried about the Blue Centurion. Like, she's known him the whole time. <laughs> right. The Blue Centurion, in case you guys are, in case you forgot, was not in the last two episodes. Nope. There was a, had to be a briefing. They've never met him yeah. on camera until now. There must have been like a, a quick meeting. Here's Blue Centurion. He's our cop robot friend. <laughs> Mostly he helps old ladies cross the street. I imagine they were like, these are the new Power Rangers. This is a, a friend. This is, yeah. He'll help you. Here's Alpha 6. Here's Dimitri. Like, here, you know, yeah. here's the whole deal. Here's your, your Zords so you know how to call them. Like, here's your, your rundown of what being a Power Ranger will entail. Your Power Ranger orientation, essentially. Right. But yeah, they talk about him and to him as if they've been friends the whole time. There is no mention of Tommy, Cat, Tanya, or Adam. Nope, they're dead. At all. They are dead forever. <laughs> so Except for, for Adam. Forget about those losers and Tommy. And Tommy. Uh, but they definitely just don't talk about it. Justin's not in the episode a lot. No, but he's there enough. He just spends most of it mad. He's just a cranky baby. I would have liked a line like, this would have never happened when Tommy was here, you know, <laughs> something like that. She goes from getting shot at by the Blue Centurion to the other Rangers because she, I think she puts together like, oh, the jacket is making people evil. Yeah, because she's like, he has a jacket on. The other Rangers had a jacket on. Yeah. 
Oh man, my jackets have I've been using for My jackets are so bad that they make people evil. So she's like, "Hey guys, like you gotta take those jackets off." And they're like, "No, we hate these jackets. So we're gonna keep them on." <laughs> and she's like, "Well, fine. I wouldn't pay double for them." What? Let's just assume they left money. <laughs> they didn't. No one paid anything for these jackets. Yeah, and that was twice as much as they should have paid. <laughs> It's so, the delivery of the line is what's really weird to me. Is she's like, well, I wouldn't have paid double for him. And it's like, no one asked. What? Well, she's like, like trying to think of ways to trick right. them into stopping because they're like walking away Leaving, from her. yeah. So she's like, I need to stop them and I need to get the jackets off. She's like, I wouldn't have paid double. And then like, just like looks to see if it worked. Did it work? Did I do it? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, Cassie, they sold you one that's too big. There was no one there. No one sold these. No, but she can't believe that. She's like, ah. And then she's like, Justin, that's a girl's that's jacket. That's a girl's jacket. And, and he's, he's like, what? like, are you kidding? And then TJ and Carlos just take them off. <laughs> TJ, well, TJ and Carlos are very mad that they paid double. And also, still girls' jackets. They're all girls' jackets. That's true. <laughs> TJ's is enormous. He looks like. He <laughs> they looks all like, look silly. They all look silly. <laughs> TJ looks like he's on his way to. A mid '90s comedy club. <laughs> it's enormous and bad. It's like a Doctor Shrunk jacket. It's like a Doctor Shrunk jacket. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, but yeah, so they all take it off and they're like, "Whoa, what happened?" And Carl's like, "I feel like I'm just waking up." And she hugs TJ. You know who else is not a good actor? Carlos. Carlos. He's bad dude. He wasn't great in the other episodes. In this one, I don't think he can handle the pressure. He doesn't get a lot of time. No. Um, so he has like a couple lines that he needs to deliver, and he's just trying so hard to deliver them well, but he's like noticeably trying to say yeah, his lines. I don't think he had time to practice, and they didn't let him do a second take on anything. It's just <laughs> kind of what it felt like. But she hugs TJ in one of the bloopers. He like accidentally kisses her forehead because <laughs> she like slams it into his mouth, and there's like a sound. <laughs> Uh, oh, so that's funny. they morph. We can see the new morph sequence where it's much faster. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's all four not Red Rangers. They all morph at the same time yeah. in a split screen, and then TJ gets his own afterwards. So I guess he's still the leader, even though like in action, they're all basically equal. Right. And but it's basically they just like move their arms down and like it all like kind of like whooshes around them. And it's really slick. It's very TV budget, but it happens a lot faster. So I like it more. Yeah. It's not like, here's me putting a belt on and now clothes and now a helmet. And in <laughs> Justin's case, now I'm a, I'm a man. Yes. I have a belt and gloves. Now I have a suit. Now I have a giant balloon head and I grew into it. And I grew into it. <laughs> and now my head looks small because of that. <laughs> then we cut to Sentai footage where Signal Man is wearing an evil jacket. Yeah. Which is why this episode had to happen. I've got to know that context. It's next, right? Because O-Ranger's coming out in November. In November. And then after that, it should be Car Ranger. Oh, I don't, I'm very excited. I don't see why not. I feel like they're just going in order. I would like them just to like dip back one and put Jetman out. Because Jetman sounded very good. And from the three episodes I saw, it was pretty awesome. And uh, according to Super Sentai Bros, it gets raw at the end. Yeah. Like, so that's pretty cool. I, I, I would like that one. But it looks like they're just going to go in order. Right. From here until people stop buying him, which hopefully <laughs> is never. So in the evil Sentai footage, he's they're like fighting and they're like, "Hey, you gotta take that jacket off." He's like, "Never! I love this jacket. I look so great." <laughs> he's the only one that likes the jacket. Yeah, well, because he has bad taste, because he's like a stuffy robot man. <laughs> and I think that that was everyone's first tip off that the jackets are not on the up and up. So he calls Robo Racer, and they call their Zords. There's a whole scene of everyone you know doing their things. Yeah, and then they fight, 
And then the greatest thing in the history of Power Rangers happens. A this, missile. This happens for zero reason. Well, yeah. <laughs> here's what happened. Demon Talks was watching the fight and went, he doesn't match. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Because the robot is not sentient as far as I can tell. No, it's just it's just a Zord. And he's inside controlling it yep. and has a jacket on. So he's already evil. Yeah. But they rock it in a giant jacket. Yeah. They shoot in a missile with a jacket on it that somehow wraps itself around Robo Racer, and now Robo Racer's wearing a jacket. <laughs> it's amazing. Ashley sees it and is like, "Oh god, it's even grosser when it's big." Like, oh, it's horrible. <laughs> this jacket is eight stories tall. <laughs> it's a lot of jacket. They had to deliver it via a rocket. <laughs> Which is awesome. There's some more fighting. Ash is like, oh, I really regret this jacket. I really regret <laughs> this now. Designing and this jacket in the eighth grade in design class. <laughs> I was in design class when I did it. In my eighth grade design class. That's, oh, when she, when she was talking to Delisha, like selling her jacket, the, I guess. In the very first part of the episode. Uh, she says something like, oh, I just came from design class. And then Delisha's like, do you want to be in the fashion world? She's like, yes, I'm in design class. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I made this design class where my I came from in design class. Delicia's like, great. <laughs> Let me buy your jacket. TJ is like, all right, everybody, you're all in charge. I'm gonna jump out. I got a plan. Yeah, hold her steady. He so- jumps because they're like locked in. Like they got a collar and elbow tie up going on. So he jumps out of the sword into the Robo Racer, and, he, and it's just like this, like really ineffectual. Yeah. He's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he lands in there, and he like rips the jacket off of Blue Centurion. If I feel like he. Nerve pinches him or something because he Blue shuts down for a second. Out for a second, yeah. yeah. And so he rips the jacket off. And he's like, "Oh, I feel better." And then he jumps back into his. He, he sees the monster on the ground, and so he jumps back into the other sword and he goes, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> back into the other sword. <laughs> and then uh, the talk shoots the grapitos. Uh, Delicia grows. Uh, she's got weird sheet tendrils. She, it's they're like it's just like reams of fabric, but she like shoots them at the oh, sword. She shoots sheets. Yeah, she has a heart head. I'm curious what kind of monster this was in Japan. She obviously makes jackets. Does she make them? She's though? wearing a tie. We All right, she is wearing a tie. So okay, like, maybe it's. Not... I think it's not sheets. I think it's supposed to be like raw fabric, like a ream okay. of fabric. Okay, but at first it's like here is like white. Sheets of fabric. Like, blinders on. It could go in a weird way, is all I'm saying. Right. <laughs> it, could get, it could get weird. Whatever. However it works, whatever. <laughs> so it latches onto the Turbo Megazord and starts, like, zapping it and, I guess, draining its energy to something. Right. It's their venomous fabrics. It, ven- venom fabric, yeah. So Robo Racer, like, slices it with his, like, giant arm sword. And then she's like, oh, okay, well, never mind then. And shoots him with some colored fabric and, like, wraps him up, starts draining him. And then Tia's like, let's kill her with our sword now. <laughs> so they do the spin out, they kill her. It, it happens really quick. Like, there was enough Zord fight before it that it didn't feel, like, cheap. Yeah. Uh, which I liked. So she dies. We cut back to the juice bar afterwards, after everything's all said and done. And Ashley's like, so I guess no one really liked my jacket? And Guy's like, no, they were bad jackets. And TJ's like, yeah, they weren't good. They weren't Sorry. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, I should quit design class, I guess. Except the new jacket she was making looked fine. Yeah, it looked like a nice update. But one person was like, I like the ugly one you're wearing better. And she's like, well, I guess I can't dance now. <laughs> she can dance if she wants to. Well, Bolt can't dance, so why, what chance do I stand? This is the same thing. This is it's a weird Power Rangers mentality. It was like, oh, someone doesn't like a thing. I guess everything's wrong with me. 
So Lieutenant Stone gives some nerds their like foods, like burger and fries. It's just one nerd, isn't no, there's, it? No, there's two. There's two kids at the table. We don't see the other one a lot after okay. this, the oh, the first shot. But he's like, here you go. It's cheeseburgers and fries. And he walks away. Chair pulls out. Bulk and Skull are talking. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Are Bulk and Skull invisible only we, to each only to everyone else? Can they see each other when they're invisible? They have to. And also, they can also, also see themselves. If we cut back to the beach for a second, they you cannot see them, nor can you hear them. Because they're talking very loudly as they steal food from this family. Yeah, and, and they're like, like but there's then, no acknowledgement that they can hear them. But then when he's a, mu- a musician, he's not a musician, he's a magician. When he's like wrapped up or doing the magic trick, they can't hear him. Maybe they could hear him on the beach and it just didn't look like it didn't they seem could like then. it. Because he sits down and he's like, oh, and he turns visible for no reason. Oh, the bomb blast crash site magic war. Just off. wore off. <laughs> Look, maybe it's the magic fries because, like, you know, I feel like this is them just writing the last wrong from the first half of this season. Yeah, they were like, just fix them. Who cares how? No one will ask. They'll just be happy to back. Jokes on them. We're asking. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, they're wearing their monkey outfits. They're like a regular solid color shirt and overalls. Yeah. Which I think is a nice touch. And Bokes like, ooh, the floating fry. But like, he would be able to see himself, right? So like, could he see himself when he was invisible? Yes, he, they had it's to the only way this to. makes yeah. any sense. And so this nerd is like, who's like the oh my god, <laughs> That's exactly he looks, who it is. He looks exactly like that kid from <laughs> Trolls too. He's like, you know, oh mysterious floating burger, and takes a bite and eats some fries. And the kid's like mysterious floating milkshake, and pours it on him. And Skull laughs. Right. Uh, and thank goodness they're back, and they immediately they get something on their face. <laughs> Well, Bulk does. Skull that ex- is untouched. That explains why Lieutenant Stone was so happy to see them, because now he's not going to get stuff on his face <laughs> Yeah, he's anymore. like, oh, guys, welcome back. You just kind of disappeared there for a minute. And they're like, yeah, just monkeying around. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Uh, Lieutenant Stone is genuinely very happy to see them, Yeah, though, well, which he I, lost his monkeys, which but I his, like a lot. his employee friends that he hates are back. So, like, <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. And that's it. Yep. That's the end of the Jacket episode. Josh, what's the best? I really liked the truck fight. I think that's the best. I know what your best is, probably. Oh, my best is like a, a missile delivering a jacket to a robot. Uh, I being like driven the fight. by a robot I, wearing a jacket. I think Ashley's fight scene was very good. It was. That was a really good fight scene. I also honorable mentioned Cassie being like, "No, your jacket sucks." Like, <laughs> right. like we're friends, so I be, can tell you being this an right. actual yeah. friend telling you what she really thinks. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was great. That's I think that informs Cassie in a nutshell. What's the worst? I guess narratively is Bulk and Skull just being better <laughs> with no explanation. Yeah. Um, as far as like in the episode, I didn't dislike any of it. No, I don't think there's anything that was the worst, which is the first time this has happened, I oh, think. Oh, the, the worst is Bulk immediately being visible and getting gunk on him. That's right. the worst. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I feel like there is... What there's a couple contrivances that I didn't like, like uh, they th- didn't pay anything, but still were tricked by paying double. Yeah, all the stuff <laughs> involving the kiosk that was unmanned and whatever, they just stole jackets from whatever big plot hole we talked about earlier that I already forgot. Might have been that one. I don't remember. I don't know. Guys, tweet in. It's been twenty oh, minutes. Buying her jacket design, but not taking any designs or jackets. That that's the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> uh, who's the MVP? Uh, Ashley. I also got to give it to Ashley. Uh, she stepped she, up. She did some good work and also maybe has money now for her jacket. I doubt it. If, she I doubt. Sold, if that 
business card was solid gold. <laughs> that was her payment. That it was, was a solid gold business card. 1997? That could have been worth some money, I guess. Price of gold was probably worth more. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but that's it. Any other final thoughts? No, sir. I am so happy that we are over the hump. If every episode can be around this level of fun, then the rest of this season will be fine. And Turbo's going to be gravy. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. So is heyjakeandjosh.com. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you want to leave us a rating and review, that would help us out a ton. We'd really appreciate it. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash heyjakeandjosh. If you want to go kick a couple bucks to us every month, it helps us out a ton. And you get some cool stuff in return. And uh, we really appreciate it. So maybe consider doing that. Send in zine stuff, guys. And that's it. Well, do you remember what the next one was? The next one is... The Wheel of Fate. Oh, I don't remember that at I all. Have, I have no idea what that could be, but after that is Trouble by the Slice, Trouble and I know what that one is. It's a pizza episode. We're going to have doubt on, on for that one. It's going to be a good time. All right. Uh, I I just know that they get baked into a pizza, and nothing That's, can be better than the that. The official, I think I might have said this before, but the official Power Rangers Facebook just tweeted that picture out. Did with, they? with the caption like when you and your friends eat too much pizza or something. Too much za. <laughs> Got too much za. Too much za. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. We'll see you on Friday for a Wheel of Fate. The Wheel of Fate? The. Just any old Wheel of Fate. No, this is the, the only one? specific Wheel Definitive of Fate. Definitive article? Yes. But until then, may, may the power protect you. gonna be booty gravy i'm gonna delete that i said it out loud and i've never regretted anything (laughs) faster